0: For today's case of the week, I wasn't actually walking through a an department and just happened to spot a case. This is the first time ever that a dentist volunteered to be the case of the week, and I thought that was fantastic and uh, certainly going to encourage more dentists to do that. And so this is from our good friend, uh, Dr. Bruce Fine, uh, somebody who's been working with us for a long time and is a big fan of our a lot of, uh, a lot of our educational efforts. And so he sent this case in where we're going to be doing um, a lot of... Uh, anterior crowns for him and some lower anterior crowns as well. And so our technicians took a look at this and said, Boy, we would re with all the wear that we've got on here, we would love to open the bite here because we've got these short lower anteriors. These are just a couple quick study models he sent us. We would love to open the bite and dr. fine said that would be great wouldn't it but the patient uh, really can't afford that and so we're going to need to go on a more limited uh, basis and so uh, what we're going to do here we're going to start by doing some bio temps for him so he can prep uh, this case and I'll move this pin out of the way here and flip this back so you get a chance to see what we're going to be doing here so we're going to be doing both bicuspids on this side coming all the way around to the first by over on this side leaving the molars um, and one by cuspid untouched here. And this is an interesting look uh at a biotemp's setup before it gets processed. And so what you'll notice here is that we're looking at some hollowed out uh denture teeth facings along the front, and then you can see we've got some wax in the back where they're waxed uh into place, and this is really the creation uh of how a biotemps uh model or biotemps case I should say actually gets started. Of course, the first thing we have to do is prepare those teeth and they're prepared uh, at about one millimeter um, and hopefully less we always want to err on the side of less preparation rather than more and with CAD-CAM processes we're getting closer to being able to dial that in exactly so we take the teeth in question or the ones that are going to be restored and we prepare one millimeter and just eliminate any undercuts that we have there then we duplicate that model once that is done and then we can begin the fabrication of the bio themselves with those denture tooth facings and then we wax those onto the preps uh, that the technicians have already done and you can see on the lower we've done the same thing we've got some lower anterior crowns 22 through 27 or bio temps, I should say that have been prepped and then one molar over here that's bombed out too and then our technicians can put these together and make sure that the bite is correct on these units and so these are ready to be processed now as BioTemps, and again this is one of the reasons that BioTemps look fantastic is because they are in fact hollowed out denture teeth, uh, denture tooth facings you could say. And as nice as products like uh, Emacs or Empress might look, there's something gorgeous about denture teeth because they don't have a coping, they can be hand layered if it's a high end denture tooth, and then you just take the facing of it, grind the rest of it off, and then wax it onto the preps and this will be uh, then filled with acrylic to make this a solid Biotemp. In fact, we actually have the biotemps for uh, this case at this point, and you can see that I put the uh, put them through their work. I wanted you to see what the biotemps look like before they were processed, and then of course this is something you should be much more familiar with. And this is the look of actual biotemps. So thank you to the technicians who had to actually do two sets of biotemps here. Uh, one they set up for me and left it with the pink wax so I could show you what it looked like, and then this second finish set where you can see what we have come to uh, know and love about biotemps and that is you know our ability to just prep these teeth and then reline this and place them over the preparations and of course um, any restoration uh, that we're doing should uh, have more than a millimeter of reduction uh, with the possible exception these days of Bruxer crowns but we still ask for a millimeter of reduction or more because I'm still experimenting with the minimally prepped um Bruxer crown trying to just prepare it six tenths of a millimeter but that will make um, the bio temps definitely a little more difficult to fit when we do a minimal uh, reduction case like that but we're not we haven't fully endorsed that yet so don't get any ideas yet we can do it in the posterior of course on single unit crowns but we're not doing it in the anterior and other spots just yet it, it's impossible really to prep six tenths of a millimeter and eliminate u- undercuts at the same time so right now it's really not possible so, we've got this nice looking Biotemps case where Dr. Fine is going to be able to go in and prep all these teeth and then reline the Biotemps and put them into place. And, and the neat new feature that we have about Biotemps or about the service is that when these get placed, if the patient loves how they look, and oftentimes they do, because we can take you know either this setup uh, with the pink wax or we can take these Biotemps and take a photograph and send it to Dr. Fine and make sure he likes how it looks. And then he could even show it to the patient if he wanted to. And then once these get placed in the patient's mouth, patients obviously go, "Oh, that's fantastic! I love how those look." And that's the new part of the story because dentists have always said to us, "Well, can you just duplicate, you know, my biotemps into the final restorations?" And today, that's a, a possibility. So when you get a biotemps case um, these days, you're going to notice something different. That's this stamp on the outside of it where it says a digital RX. Is attached, and this is something we 've dreamed about doing for oh gosh, the whole twelve years that i 've always been here, and now we can finally do it, which is duplicate the biotems when the patient says, "Oh, I love how those look before we just had to try to guess and try to make the crowns look like it, but now that we can take a digital scan of these biotems before we send them out to you and keep that digital file on hand, and then when you say the patient loves them let 's make Emacs crowns that look just like this. We can use that same digital file to mill the Emax crowns, and so as I open this, the Digital RX definitely looks a little different than most of the RXs that you'll see uh, from our lab because it's got the scan in here of what we've got. These are those BioTemps on the upper and the 22 to 27 in that lower molar over there. But a biggest concern are the ones here where it says current um, digital measurement and it actually gives you the length you know 9.52 for tooth number 8 9.28 for tooth number 9 and of course that has to do with the crowns really aren't uh, larger per se it's the differing gingival levels that we have here that make the clinical crown slightly longer of one tooth than the other the incisal edges of course will line up together and then it's got the overjet measured uh, and then you can give us you can either stick with these measurements or if the patient said, wow, the, the cuspids are really kind of pointy and you went in there and you know rounded off a little bit, you could either change 6 and 11, you know, the millimeter uh, 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 measurements that are given here, and take half a millimeter off both of those and give it to us here as the new measurement. Or if you went in and rounded off the cuspids and maybe, let's say you added somewhere, you added a little bit with some flowable composite on the incisal edge of, say, a lateral incisor, You could just take an impression of how the biotemps ended up in the patient's mouth, poor model to send that to us, and we could scan that, and then use that as the the digital file for how we're going to mill the Emax restorations, for example. Or you might like it just like it is and tell us to keep it exactly the same. Patient loved it, let's keep the same lengths and everything else. And now, instead of guessing, we're able to actually use this digital file to mill those new CAD-CAM restorations, And so if your patients have ever said to you, boy, it'd sure be nice, I really like the way these BioTemps look, I'd love to put it on a Xerox machine, if you will, and copy those and have them turn out the same. We can finally do that and we've started this service in the BioTemp uh, department and doctors are really responding well to it and so are the patients because we finally can get the same uh, size, shape, and contours. And we're going to start expanding it to um, other departments as well. So even if you're not using biotemps, you can still do this. But right now, it's, it's the biotemps department that has really kind of led the way doing this. Um, and so uh, thanks to Dr. Bruce Fine for volunteering to be uh, this week's case of the week. One other thing when it comes to these biotemp cases, you know, when we end up having a lot of teeth splinted together, one of the mistakes I used to make was trying to have my biotemps look this perfect in the gingival embrasures and now we go in with the diamond disc after we reline them and we really open up these embrasures a little bit more so that the patient can floss or at least swish some tooth and gum tonic in between there um, but I love for the patient to be able to use like super floss uh, for example and so when you look at the old packs of Superfloss and you'd go to pull it out it was always a mess and they were all Tied together and stuck together, and trying to get one out of there was kind of difficult. And I just noticed something. Actually, my dental assistant noticed something at the California Dental Show, and that is that same type of floss, which um, the Sunstar people call puffy floss instead of uh, super floss. And the neat thing about it is that it comes in a floss-like container. And so, as you pull the end out, you can see that this is the the stiff end that you would use to get under, like a biotemps bridge or that you would use to get under a permanent bridge and then as you pull this out it's just like the regular super floss we have regular floss here and then we have the puffy floss or what I like to call the the caterpillar or the pipe cleaner you know the soft part that really uh, goes underneath a bridge and cleans out any debris that's there and then you can see the green for the next section of the stiff floss, and we just cut it off and pull it <laughs> and pull it off. I did it vigorously, uh, so it would work for sure. You don't, and you probably don't have my strength. I've been measured, and I have the strength of ten men. So uh, I probably need to back off a little bit and and try to be the strength of an average male while I do that. But you can see we've got the part, the floss threader part here. The puffy floss here, and then of course, floss threader on the other end. And so I love this. We love this for cleaning out temporary cement after we put biotemps on, after we cement them into place. This puffy part does a great job of grabbing onto little uh, pieces of temporary cement that might lodge uh, in between here and gives us a good chance for getting it out. And this just really is a nice, new, convenient form to be able to dispense that type of floss without having to grab it out of the bag and pull it all out. So again, big props to a Dr. Bruce Fine effect. I wanted to just take a second and recognize uh, Dr. Fine. They just participated in, uh, in a big charity event at their office uh, with the Dentistry from the Heart organization. And so if you're looking to do something like that in your dental practice and give back to your community a little bit, you can go to dentistryfromtheheart.org and that's just all one word squeezed together like that. And if you want to take a look uh, at a really nice website, uh, it, it's uh, Dr. Bruce Fine's website. And uh, boy, you locked out, Bruce. I love that last name. And his website uh, actually is, as you might expect, Fine Dental Care. Uh, dot com just a great looking website i 'm always surprised when I see dentists who don 't have websites today. Uh, most of the patients I talk to and my own family members we won 't go to a restaurant or a hotel unless we can find something about it online so we get an idea of where we 're going, what it looks like, and maybe even some patient reviews. So you may not have been lucky enough to be born with a fantastic surname like Fine, where you can name it Fine Dental Care, which is fantastic. But take a look at uh, at Bruce's website at finddentalcare.com to see an example of what a, a nice, clean, modern dental website should look like. And dentistryfromtheheart.org if you want to get involved and give back uh, to your community with a charitable event.